the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever read the newspaper, watched the news, listened to the radio, and wondered what the heck is going on? There is a pandemic that is hitting this country, this world, and it's called poor mental health. There is a pandemic hitting this world called helpless and hopeless. See, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go into the stimulus and the response. Dr. Viktor Frankl said between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And I've been in the leadership development for 31 years now. And I'm telling you, all the time. Line of a past. Their past into the future. See what Dr. Victor Frankel was saying between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our powers. Our See, we have the choice. We have the choice to how we respond. We have the choice to what we say. We have the choice to what we hold on to. But what happens is we live in a country today where we play the victim. Look what she did to me. It's not fair. You made me mad. You made me angry. You disappointed me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not true. Nobody, nobody can do anything to us unless we allow it. Between is our power. It is freedom. Wrote a book called The Games People Play. Identified about 140, I think 146, I don't remember exactly, mental, psychological games that people play. Now, most people play them all, or most of them. Now, nobody's keeping score. I mean, nobody's winning anything, but a lot of people keep score. In that book, he also basically introduced the concept of transactional analysis. Transactional analysis was Dr. Eric Burns' way to take the complex field of communication and psychotherapy, if you will, and put it into a simple layman's terms. And it was really simple. What's a transaction? It's a stimulus and a response. Remember the old days of the dial-up? When you dial-up, you go, doo, and then after a while, go, dee. And when it went, dee, you knew that the transaction had happened. And then when you disconnected, you got offline, it would say transaction complete. There's a stimulus and a response. Now, here's the thing. Here's where choice comes in. Our mind, Jehovah, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, Daddy, in the beginning, God created. 
our manufacturer made our mind six times faster than we can talk. Did you hear that? Why? So that like the Bible says, you can hold your thoughts captive. So like the Bible says, you can hold your tongue because your mind is six blocks down the road by the time you engage your tongue. That's what he's saying. But like the good book also says, a dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. We go to what we know. In time of intensity, in time of brokenness, in time of stress, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair because we go to what we know. Why does a dog return to his vomit? Because that's what dogs do. Why does a pig return to the mire? Because that's what pigs do. Why do we keep a pound of flesh a record wrong? Because that's what people who have no choice do. What happens is someone says something or does something, and because our mind is so fast, we go to what we know. We go to our past. We see something from our past. We say something from our past. We feel something based on that past, and then we respond. See, we're not really responding to what the other person is doing. We're responding to our perception, our narrative. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to be joined by a guest from Team 250. We'll have three. We're going to pack the show. You don't want to miss this. See, there are multiple levels of intelligence. There are street smarts. There are book smarts. You know, we can have physical intelligence, spiritual intelligence, visual auditory intelligence, multiple intelligence by, um, I can't remember the guy's name at Harvard, uh, Gardner, Dr. Gardner. He wrote the multiple intelligences. He identified eight different ways that we are all smart. One of the most important intelligences, however, is identified through what we call quotients, right? IQ is intellectual quotient. But I want to talk about EQ, emotional quotient. An emotional quotient, EQ, is the ability to have the right emotion at the right time for the right reason, direct toward the right person in the right way. But this is not easy. And right now we're having a pandemic of helpless and hopelessness that hits many, and it's causing an avalanche of depression, anxiety, and medication. But today, I'm going to tell you, there's a better way. Today, we're calling today's show Good Mental Housekeeping. You know, we talk all the time about Dr. Caroline Leaf and her new book, uh, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. You know, global depression rates have been around 4% since 1990, and they have not changed. Matter of fact, they did a study in Australia, uh, and they said there's uh, antidepressants, the usage increased by 352% between 1990 and 2002, yet there was no change in the rate of depression. Why? Because the current mental health care system has largely reduced the source of human pain and suffering to neuropsychiatric brain diseases with symptoms that need to be suppressed with medication or the conditioning of our thoughts and behaviors. We go numb. There's something called neuroreductionism. Neuroreductionism. And neuroreductionism removes a person's life experience, making them an it that needs to be diagnosed, stabled, and most likely treated with psychotropic drugs, with suppression, uh, not curing it, Mind issues are being treated as if they, they were a disease like cancer, diabetes, but they're different. The biomedical model works beautifully for the former, but is not the right approach for mental issues like anxiety, depression. What is the answer? Us. We've got to get in the game. We've got to be able to process emotionally. We've got to be able to have the power, the freedom to hold our thoughts captive. There are 18,000 thoughts that we have a day, an uncontrolled thought life, and now we're told to hate. We're told to keep a pound of flesh. We're told to keep a record wrong. 
We're told to remember everything that everybody did to us. Look at the whole the Black Lives Matter movement. Every black person is a victim. What an insult. What an insult. How racist. Imagine my best friends, their skin is a lot darker than mine. How are they a different creature? We're all human beings. 99%, 99.9% of our DNA is exactly the same. Your skin color is just a marker. But if you tell anybody who has brown skin that they're a victim, that white people hate them, the anxiety, and now all of a sudden these thoughts are in their head. Now the media supports it, and the Democratic Party needs to get their people reelected so they're going to tell you, hate white people, because white people, it's killing us, people. Today, you're going to hear from people who spent 48 hours in my training. And two of them went back, you'll hear from them, to their, their counselor, their, uh, and they want, they want to know what the heck happened. See, you don't need to self-medicate it. You don't need to go numb. What you need to do is requisite variety. And requisite variety says this, an element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power, the most control. This morning before I got on the radio, my card was broken into all my stuff was stolen. Everything to do my radio. But guess what? I'm on the radio. Guess what? I'm not going to be stopped. Guess what? My mind is in a now moment, and we're going to change some lives on this radio show because we're going to bring some hope. But I could feel sorry for myself. I could say, woe was me. But you know what? I'm better than that. An element in a system with the most flexibility, the most power and control, that's you. We are called to be that element. After the break, you're going to hear from people that have the most flexibility. They are that element. I'm black. We'll be right back. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Oops. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered why it's so hard to change? Have you ever tuned into what's going on in your head and realizing, oh my gosh, I'm having an argument with somebody and you weren't even aware of it? Have you ever wondered why when you tune into your thinking, it's a certain way on a regular amount of time? Have you ever wondered why you do what you do? Have you ever wondered why you think about the things you think about? Have you ever wondered why? You know, today is a special day in November. And so I want to welcome you to Like It Matters Radio because today is a day called Thanksgiving in America. I'm not sure if that's the same around the world. But Thanksgiving, it's a day, it's usually the fourth Thursday of each month where we, we give thanks. And I know America is no longer a Christian nation. I know we live in a postmodern America, a post-Christian America. But it doesn't change the factual reality that the pilgrims came to this country and they endured a lot of hardships. They wanted freedom of religion. They wanted to, to create their own life and be held accountable to that and, and uh, live based on that. And we all know that they were spiritual people. They believed in the God of a Bible. Maybe some didn't believe in a personal God, but they believed that there was an entity out there that at least hit the play button that was above all things. And some of us believe that not only is there an entity out there that sits above all things that press the play button, but he's also intimately involved in the day-to-day workings of our lives. 
For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. For you are God's workmanship, his masterpiece, created advance anew in Christ Jesus, prepared in advance for good works for us to walk through. For he told Jeremiah, I knew you when you were in the womb. I knew you before the womb. I stitched you together. I know your frame. Don't tell me you can't do this. I'm your creator. And so our founding, uh, not our founding fathers, but pilgrims, they had a day where they would be grateful and pray to the God of the universe, to, to pray to Yahweh, to thank him for blessing the harvest, for thank him for keeping them safe, for thanking them. And hopefully that thanks gets them through a rough winter. And so today on Thanksgiving, I, I want to talk about the way we're made. Because we are made in a certain way. And once you understand how we're made, you can function at a greater level. Because what is Thanksgiving? Now, isn't that a great question? What is Thanksgiving? Is it a day? Is the day on the calendar the fourth Thursday of every November? Or is it a mindset? Is it a way of life? Is it a frame? So I want to start today's radio show off with uh, two simple poems. They're both Thanksgiving Day poems. And really what a Thanksgiving, I think, was attended for, to be joyful, to be grateful. So this first one's called Thanksgiving Day by Lydia Maria Child. Over the river and through the wood, trot fast my dapple gray. Spring over the ground like a hunting hound, for this is Thanksgiving Day. Over the river and through the wood and straight through the barnyard gate, we seem to go extremely slow. It is so hard to wait. Over the river and through the wood, now grandmother's cap I spy. Hooray for the fun is the pudding done. Hooray for the pumpkin pie. Amen. And a song for Mary Harvest by Eliza Cook. Bring forth the harp and let us sweep its fullest, loudest string. The bee below, the bird above are teaching us to sing. A song for Mary Harvest and the one who will not bear. His grateful part partakes a boon he ill deserves to share. The grasshopper is pouring forth his quick and trembling notes. The laughter of the gleaner child, the heart's own music floats. Up, up, I say, around delay from every voice that lives. Should welcome merry harvest and bless the God that gives. Isn't that great? And what is Thanksgiving? What is that spirit of thankfulness, of gratefulness? Something important to know, right? It's not a mindset. What is the word grateful? Why, it's a feeling or showing of an appreciation of kindness. It's to be thankful. That's what Thanksgiving is. It is a day to give thanks. But we got to decide, is it a day or is it a way? Is it a holiday or is it the Yahweh? Right? Thankful and grateful are the same word. We would call them synonymous. If you had a thesaurus, I love big words, I know. If you had a thesaurus, and if you looked up the word thankful, one of the words in the list of it's similar to is grateful. And if you had a thesaurus and you typed in the word grateful, one of the words in the list it gives you that are similar would be thankful. So thankful is grateful. 
So grateful is feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness. It's thankful. I'm very grateful to you for all your help. It's also appreciative of benefits received, expressing gratitude or giving pleasure or contentment. Boy, that's something missing in the world today, huh? Contentment. It comes from Latin gratis, meaning pleasing. That's what a tip is. It's a gratuity. That means you got pleasing service, so you give extra money. Nowadays in America, you're demanded a gratuity uh, for people who are half-hearted, who think it's your honor that they're showing up to work. But again, that shows you how we can pervert things and twist things, take a real word, what it means, and then make it something it doesn't mean at all. Grateful, another definition, warmly or deeply appreciative of kindness or benefits received. Thankful, it could also mean expressing or actuated by gratitude, pleasing to the mind or senses or agreeable. You see, something you got to realize is I'm a very logical person. Oh, I'm very emotive, very emotive. But I'm also very logical. And I know this. The brain cannot have two opposing forces occupy the same space and time. In other words, it cannot be day and night at the same time. You cannot be excited and depressed at the same time. You cannot be a victim and have unmerited favor at the same time. You cannot be merciful and unforgiving at the same time. You cannot give grace and expect entitlement at the same time. This is what you got to realize. This is what you got to understand. You must be able to identify where are you? What is your mindset? We cannot be thankful and grateful and a victim at the same time. We must choose. And so today, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, we've got to decide. And I'm going to suggest that some of you need to lose your remote. What am I talking about? Well, you see, we have this piece of our brain called the reticular activating system, part of the brain. And it is the brain's it is the brain's focal center. And the cool thing about it, or the bad thing about it, is it works at the unconscious level. And there's two things about the reticular activating system I want to share with my audience today and get you to understand. Number one, uh, it's about focusing on what we do want instead of what we don't want. And most people focus on what they don't want, and they wonder why they keep creating it. But the second part of it, is the reticular activating system, the brain's focal center, is like a remote control. And whatever you focus that on, that's what it sees. Just like your tuner at home, if you were focused on ESPN, you wouldn't expect to be watching SpongeBob. And if your tuner was focused on Telemundo, you wouldn't expect to be watching Fox News. So today on Like It Matters Radio, to keep in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I want to talk about the reticular activating system and encourage you this week to be grateful and lose your remote. We'll be back after these messages. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. 
Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for connection. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. America is giving away its inventions and technology to China. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. This shocking new movie, Innovation Race, exposes the potential Chinese takeover of 5G and the Internet, threatening America's economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. Watch the movie, Innovation Race, now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ibelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At Ibelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Ibelieve.com. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800 244 that's 800-244-3080 welcome back inspiration education and you know interested you can go to matters.net but at the end of So you can hear well, there's that great things can happen, but they can. And so what I want to do is we're going to just have a couple guests join us. We can hear it. Dell's doing everything he can to keep us off the radio. But uh, I want you to hear from people, real people. This is not some, these are not some, uh, you know, advertising. This is not some fake thing. This is real. We changed lives. I've been doing it for 31 years. And again, you don't need to hear me say it. Let's hear from others. Uh, let's welcome Sierra to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Sierra? I'm doing so good. How are you, Mr. Black? You know, I've uh, you know, the devil keeps knocking me around, but I'm still standing. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So uh, that's right. You uh, so you work with you know, it's cool. You know, I want to give a shout out to to uh, our friend. Uh, you work with a company called uh, Envision, correct? Yes. Yes, Envision International. Yes. And who is? Uh, yeah, and that's uh, and that's Dylan Olson, correct? Correct. That's right. Yeah, and Dylan, uh, I tell you, Dylan's probably responsible for probably, I don't know, 20, 25 people going through the training. And so all your key people are going through this training so you can take your lives to a whole new level. And so um, you, you were excited about going to this training, correct? Oh, I was so excited. I was beyond the moon excited to go to this training. What were you excited about? What What did you think this training would do for you? The people that I saw coming out of your class, they just were free. They were light. Um, 
it was like I was meeting them for the first time and I was reading their real selves. And when I saw that I wanted that for myself, I wanted to have that freedom and I wanted to have that breakthrough. And uh, that's what I was excited for. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I'm excited for that, that healing. Yeah. And again, you don't have to share any details, but uh, is it fair to say you have a, you have a lot of pain, a lot of trauma. There's a lot of things in your past uh, that weren't good things that happened to you. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah. Lots of things that um, were holding me back. Yeah. A lot of trauma. Oh. I mean, kids listen Hello? now. So depression because a lot of people are dealing with their stuff in the past. It's, you had a lot of stuff in your past that you've been dealing with, but you, you've been counseling. We all do therapy. We get some help, but you went to my class hoping that it would free you. Uh, let me t- let me ask, what was the impact of the class? Was it good? Was it bad? Did it make any difference? Did you feel better? I mean, what was the impact of that 48 hours called Leadership Awakening? Man, um, it's it was the most liberating thing that I could have ever prayed for. I felt like I was finally able to take the weights off of my back and stand tall and find my voice. And that was something that in your class, I was really hearing like my voice is louder than my past. My voice is louder than those traumas. Um, The therapy that I had gone to was just the entryway to the healing that I got in your class that it, my heart was set free. Um, I was able to get a lot of closure that, I really needed and was desiring to have. And I wish that more people, everyone could get around that because it's something that you can't put a price on. It's something you can't really put into words, except it was something that my, I just really needed. Yeah. And uh, you're young. How old are you? If you, yeah, if you don't mind me asking, how, how old are you, Sierra? I'm 28. So 28. She's beautiful. She's young. She's driven. Uh, but man, you're, a lot of trauma in the past. So, you had a hard time really being very close with people. When I say intimate, it's not what some people, I'm not talking about physical contact. I, You and I know what the word intimate means, intimacy. Intimacy is the ability to share space with another person uh, without being afraid, without being fearful of what they're going to do to you and whatever. We're not talking about with our clothes on. We're talking about like in a class. Uh, we have very intimate moments where uh, you know we're all looking at each other. We're all not judging each other. We're open. So is it fair to say that um, because of the trauma in your past, you had a tough time really getting close with people. Is that fair to say? Yes. It was one of those things where I desired to be loved so much, but it was like I was asking people to get closer to me as I just aggressively shoved them out. (laughs) Um, I had a hard time lowering my walls and opening up my heart to people and just letting them see me as well as for me being able to see them. I would just put old faces onto the people that were sitting right in front of me. Yeah, because what happens is when we have a yeah, I'm sorry, no, no, I'm saying when we have a history. See, this one talk about we all have a past, and we all know our past, and really what we do with our past and what we do with our pain really dictates a lot. And your past was really controlling your future. Now you're still pushing through it. You're successful. Uh, you're beautiful. You're going out there living, but it caused a lot of incongruency because you wanted to be close to people, you wanted to have that love, but your programming was that. People equals pain, specifically men, specifically older men equal pain. Is that fair? Yes. 
Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And, That's and, what it was. And some of that, yeah, and some of that the pain was connected to people that were in your life that should have been protecting you, should have been taking care of you, should have been your leader. Instead, they were doing stuff to you that caused a lot of pain, a lot of scars. Is that, again, I don't want to say too much. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. And mm-hmm. then you have someone in your life, like a Dylan Olson. And what did you tell me about Dylan? What did he represent to you, Dylan, who believes in you, who supports you, who's been with you for years, you work with his team? So what did you tell me? What? How do you look at Dylan Olson? Dylan is like a father to me. Um, he stepped into that position. Un- <laughs> unwill- um, he, he, he didn't mean to do yeah. that. Yeah, unknowingly, yeah. yes. I was like, what's the word yeah. for it? Unknowingly. Yeah. And, yeah, he was a father figure to me. Well, isn't that incredible? Here's a business guy, leader, and that's why I love Dylan. You know, I would go to, I, I'd fight for Dylan, uh, not with Dylan. I'd fight for Dylan, uh, and I have. Uh, yeah. You know, he's that's leadership. See, that's leadership. That's people who are living a significant life. Here's a guy who's been blessed, who's worked hard, and he's taken a lot of people with him. And so here's this father figure. But outside of that, even with that, you know now that as much as you, he's done for you and all that, you probably still deep down had, had a hard time really opening fully up to him too, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had walls up. Um, I was easily offended to him just because of because of the things that happened in my life. Yeah, absolutely. And they were just triggers. They were just triggers. And then hear me. I'm an older guy. I got some gray hair, got put on a little bit extra weight and all that. So I have to represent type of a father figure to you. And so that, you know, unconsciously was pushing and all that. But what happened is through the process, I showed you how your mind works, right? I showed you how much you mm-hmm. control that you have. Is that fair? Is that fair? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And the difference now is that instead of someone else pulling the levers, instead of you being at effect where all of a sudden something happens, you get triggered, I want to ask you, do you feel in control of your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings? Do you feel more in control today than you did before you went to my class? Yes. I feel like I can recognize what I'm feeling, and instead of loving, allowing it to have power over me, I can call it for what it is and redirect it you know i I can i have a say over what i'm feeling i have a say over how my mind chooses to respond to that and it's i just feel like that wall has completely come down and i can i have ownership i have control over what i'm feeling and seeing i'm like i got an ear to ear smile sierra I spent 48 hours with you. Matter of fact, is it true that you went to a meet your counselor or whatever afterwards and there was an interesting conversation? That Was that you that happened with? No, that was not me. That was uh, Ms. Hyatt. Oh, Kara. Oh, she's going to be joining us next. That's right. That's right. But, you know, you have been in counseling before, right? And what I always tell people is, listen, what the counselor's doing is what I'm going to teach you to do because it's not magic. And I learned a long time ago that our emotions, our things that happen, these are signs. These are symptoms. These are things telling us it's a dis-ease. And instead of self-medicate when we have anxiety or sadness or sorrow, what we got to do is we got to go in and check out what's going on. There's That's information. And the cool thing about it is I share these tools with you. And you've always been able to do this. I didn't give this to you. I showed you the toolbox. And so now as you start go forward, how do you feel about your life? How do you feel about what type of control? We have about a minute and a half and I'm going to let you go. But how do you feel about your life and have the control that you have? I feel so free. I'm so grateful. 
Um, I can walk around and see people for who they are, and that's another person. Um, I'm not carrying judgments from my past, and I'm allowing myself to just really allow love in, but also to give love. Um, I can work through things and just really, really see what it is. I'm not held back down by the things that people have said to me or done to me. I'm able to step forward and move forward with every interaction, with every conversation, and in all my relationships. Just keep looking ahead. And when my past rears its head, I say, get behind me. It's behind. It's time to move forward. <laughs> that is so cool, behind <laughs> me. You have no power over me. That's, that's what people don't get. The only power this stuff has is the power we give it. And now you realize you have the power. You are the most flexible. You are in charge. And I want you to know, Sierra, I appreciate you so much. God bless you. Sorry for the poor connection, but you did an awesome job. And we'll talk off the radio, okay? Thank you so much, Mr. Black. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. You too, Sierra. And stay tuned, because after break, we're going to hear from Kara. Again, a woman who went through my training, and everything's different. Stay tuned. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's instruction manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Attention, business owners. Have you already filed for your employer retention credit with the IRS? As reported in a major financial paper, the IRS will be slowing down ERC checks. You could now be waiting several months to a year plus to get your ERC money. We can help you get it within 10 days. As long as you've already filed for your ERC with the IRS, we can advance you the money. Finance ERC has already funded millions of dollars in ERC money. You don't need to wait to get your money. We can get to you within 10 days. Again, if you've already filed your employer retention credit, we can help you get the money in your bank account within 10 days from today. But you need to call right now while time is on your side. Here's our number. Not available in all states. 800-974-5215. 800-974-5215. 800-974-5215. That's 800-974-5215. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. We're working to have a successful radio show. Why? Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. And there are people that you walk by on the street every day. There are people in the cubicles next to you. There are cute people in your homes. They are struggling with helplessness and hopelessness, struggling with trauma and drama from the past that has never been processed. Every single human being does that. And why does it matter? Because we're sponges, and when you squeeze the sponge, the only thing that can come out of you is what's in you. And so instead of popping more pills and putting them in you or drinking this or drinking that, what if we cleaned up what was coming out of us? 
right? If it wasn't in us, it wouldn't be coming out of us. So what's in us, we got to take a look. And we got to take a look. What's going on? What am I saying to myself? We have 18,000 thoughts per day. An uncontrolled thought life. Uh, Caroline Leaf says, basically destroys us. It's poisoning the body. 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. It starts in the head, and those symptoms are real. But first, it starts with depression, fear, anxiety, uh, and the body releases 63 known chemicals, and those chemicals, a big reason is what we're thinking about. And bitterness, resentment, anger, it releases a, a toxic acid. And why does it matter? Because acid destroys. In order for cancer to grow, it must have an acidic environment. You change the pH, then acid can't grow and cancer can't grow. So that's our thoughts. Our thoughts can be toxic, but they don't have to be. You can be aware of being unaware, tune into what's going on, and hold your thoughts captive. The ones that serve you well, keep them. The ones that don't, get rid of them. You got a toolbox. You just got to use it. Let's go to the phone line. Let's welcome Kara to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Kara? I am so blessed. How are you doing, Mr. Black? You know what? I'm good now. I'm on the radio with you. Boy, there's been everything attempting me to get keep me off this radio with you ladies, but I was not going to let it stop me. So uh, I am so honored to have you on the phone with me, on the radio with me, because uh, we did some great work last weekend, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> Could you believe in 48 hours that you got the change? I mean, if I would have told you, now you knew Dylan and all of them, so absent that, if someone told you you're going to go to this two-day class and everything's going to change, I mean, would you believe that outside of the Dylan thing, right? <laughs> outside of the Dylan thing. Yeah, no, I um, yeah. I honestly wouldn't have because I, I – I've been going through just kind of my own journey of healing over the past year, especially. And uh, it's taken me a long time to even get to where I'm at here. But I feel like I just advanced another, like, I mean, six months, a year. Like, I feel like I've gone through, like, a really condensed amount of healing in a very short period of time. And I didn't even, I, I had no idea that was possible. Yeah, and you, like you said, like me, you and me are very similar. I went on my own journey. I knew uh, from some of the trauma from my childhood in, in my late teens, early 20s, that if I didn't change something, uh, I was just going to push that back, you know, because what we do to others is what we do to us if it's on autopilot. You know, it's, you know, hurting people hurt people. And if we just let it play over the program, it continues on. That's why we're in the mess we're in. But we can change the pattern. We can scratch that CD. We can break that LP. We can pull on that 8-track. And if you change the pattern, then you change the outcome. And you've been working mm -hmm. on changing the pattern. I mean, you, you go to therapy, do all that, right? We talked about this, and I've been in therapy most of my life. I mean, it's healthy to be able to have someone mm -hmm. to talk to, to process things, what's going on, feel this way. So, you know, when you went to class, you were already on this journey. Let me ask you, when it started, were you excited? Were you afraid? Uh, did you think it, this is what it's going to be? What was your first impressions, you know, five, ten minutes into it? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, it starts out pretty intense. Like, you're pretty much just – <laughs> you, you get thrown yeah. right into it, um, you know, and so yeah. I was kind of like, all right, I guess I'm buckling up, you know, for a wild ride. But um, but I didn't I didn't know necessarily what to expect. Um, but, you know, like I said, I know Dylan and, um, you know, Miss Young was just uh, on your radio a few minutes ago. And, um, you know, I've, I've heard and I've seen a lot of the people come out on the other side of it um, just totally changed. And so I knew there was going to be some breakthrough and I knew there was going to be some change. I had just had no idea what it looked like. And I didn't know what depth that it would be possible within a, you know, 48-hour time period. Yeah, and it's, come on, what could happen in 48 hours? What could happen? Mm -hmm. So let me ask a question. 
So what happened? What happened in 48 hours? Did it have an impact on you? Or do you feel any different today? Did that 48 hours at Leadership Awakening at likeitmatters.net, did it matter at all? Tell us the difference it made. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, of course. Um, I think my biggest takeaway is, like, I I, I had gone through a lot just, um, you know, growing up. And um, even in the last year, I lost my dad about a year ago. And so I've been dealing with um, the tra- trauma from that and uh, the grief that kind of comes with losing a, cl- a close loved one. And um, I, I had, didn't even realize how much it had still had a hold on me because, like I said, I've gone through a lot of that personal growth and that healing. But um, I had built up so many walls of just um, like I wanted to be close to people. I wanted intimate relationships, but I, I, I was pushing people away. I, uh, I mean, even just stuff that I had gone through in my adolescence, just not getting the emotional, um, you know, support that I needed, um, you know, from, you know, parents and, and, uh, authority figures in my life. Like I just, I didn't have, I, I, I didn't think it was even possible to be as close to people as I feel like I am now. And, uh, that was one of my biggest takeaways from the weekend. Oh, it's huge. And that 48 hours, and you had to tell a story, incredible story, and I hope it's okay. You had, a, you had checked in post-training, so you went through my training, and you actually told your counselor you were going to go. So tell, tell me that story, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I've been in the grief counseling for about a year, and um, I had you know told her I was going to a leadership conference, and she was like, okay, cool, you know, sounds good, you know, excited to hear how it goes. And I had a uh, appointment with her the Tuesday after the uh, the weekend, and I was just going, uh, I was just telling her and remembering, right, reconstructing all of those memories of uh, of everything that happened over the weekend. And, you know, at one point during the call, she kind of just looked at me with her jaw open and she was like, she's like, I don't think you realize. She's like, we typically, when we do grief counseling, we take people through this. I, I think she called it like REM or something like that. She had a specific term for it. Yep, yep. And she's like, we, t- we walk yep. people through this specific kind of therapy. And she's like, we haven't even started it yet, but you're already way farther ahead than like most people that I walk through that kind of counseling. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. <laughs> that is so awesome. And the eye movements, you know, she was talking about a little bit of eye movement patterns and all that because we store mm-hmm. stuff. See, we're a machine. Remember, <clears throat> I deal with a three person. You're, you're a body as a machine. You got to know the rules, but the, you're not the body because, you know, the body's a uh, carbon based life form. It's going to be worm food someday. And then you have a mind mm-hmm. that runs the body, uh, but you're not the mind. I mean, you're not the brain. Mm-hmm. It runs the body. But that's where the battle is between the stimulus and the response. And so what we hold on to, how we explain things to ourselves, how we remember things, how do we put it back together? I always tell people, it's not really what matters that happens to us that matters in life. What matters is how do we code it? How do we store Mm -hmm. it? And what she was talking about is you went back to, to the codification. You went back to how things were put away. And what she's saying is you somehow reorganized them. You put away mm-hmm. differently. See, that's what grief is. See, there's two things. Some people, you know, if I was asking about your father or something, you could talk about, some people would talk about it with joy and tears and excitement. Why? Because they have it codified properly. And so when they think about their father, what happens, or the person, they're thinking now it's triggering all these positive things. Well, how blessed was I to have him that long? Man, I mm-hmm. had a father that most people wouldn't, whatever those things are. So now all that stuff that triggers all this positive stuff. So now you can talk about your father with joy and a smile, mm-hmm. but the different way that most people do it is what they do is they attach it to pain. I lost this. I didn't have this. I should have done this. You should remember the shouldn't all over ourselves. And all, 
and what he did to me or the thing we missed or whatever. And now all of a sudden, we even think about that person. It's his pain. So you can't have pictures up. You can't talk about me. And see, the only difference is how you store them. That's all the difference is. Same scenario, same relationship. The difference is one time it's codified this way and one time it's codified that way. And what's happened, what she's alluding to, is we took you to the unconscious level and you mm-hmm. recodified it. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. I mean, I, yeah. I do it on the fly. You don't know. I Remember I told you, beginning of that process, remember it doesn't make sense at first. The reason being is because mm-hmm. we were at two different places. You know, mm-hmm. the class starts out the surface, you know, uh, snorkelers. But where's Mr. Black at? I'm a scuba diver. I'm at the foundation. I'm at the base. And what happened throughout the weekend, you guys came off the surface and came down low. So I got about a minute and a half for you. Listen, what is different in Kara's life post-Leadership Awakening? What's different? I, wow, I, um, I have closer friendships and relationships in my life than I ever even thought was possible um, I have a much clearer vision for my life and where, where I actually want to go in life and what I want in my life. I can confidently, I, I've never been able to say this before, I can actually confidently say that I want to have a family. I want to get married. I want to have children because I don't fear those intimate relationships anymore. All of the walls between me and people in my life have just totally dissipated. And I'm so grateful for it. I don't think you understand, Mr. Plack. I'm sure you do. But I, I hope you know like the impact that you're having in people's lives because it is it is incredible and profound, and um, it is absolutely life-changing, and I'm very, very grateful to you for it. Oh, well, thank you for those kind words. You know, I'm, uh, I'm like you. I'm in the battle. We're warriors. That's why this is evolving. You know, January 1, this goes from like it matters to way of warrior because this weekend you feel equipped to fight a good fight. You're equipped now, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. And that fight, the good fight, Kara's life. You were created for a purpose and you're going to change lives. You're going to change people. You're going to, you're going to have a level of success that most people couldn't dream of. But here's the thing, Kara. Now that you're open to relationships, you're going to take so many people with you. You're going to be just like Dylan Olson and not only get to the top, but you're going to take thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions with you. And I'm honored that God used me in a small part of that. So God bless you, Kara. I got to get going. We're going to heartbreak and we will talk off the radio, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. All right, God bless you. Bye-bye. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. Advantage Autoglass is your local Autoglass specialist for over 20 years. Expect a lifetime warranty and no insurance hassle. Visit ReplaceMyWindshield.com. ReplaceMyWindshield.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. 
If you use insulin or have had hypoglycemic events, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-514-9849. 800-514-9849. That's 800-514-9849. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-410-8643. 800-410-8643. That's 800-410-8643. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio is inspirational, educational, and applicational. Do you know why? Because it's all about success. Success is anomalization. Anomalization is uh, under the category of generalizations. And why does it matter? Because you can't define success for me. I can't define success for my producer. We have to define it for ourselves. But I do like how Ralph Waldo Emerson defined it. He says, what is success? He says, to laugh often and love much. To win the respect of intelligent persons and the affection of children. To earn the approbation of honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends, to appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, to leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or redeemed social condition, to have played and laughed with enthusiasm, to know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived. This is to truly have succeeded. Let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome my brother Ace. Ace, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Mr. Black. How are you? You know, I'm in the hands of God, brother. Uh, man, do you? Uh, you're another one. The uh, Envision International. You know, Dylan. I love Dylan Olson. You know, he's a great role model of a leader. He's under construction. Uh, he's not perfect. He's flawed, just like you are, just like I am. Uh, but he's a good leader, a man who cares about people. And because of him, you got a chance to go through my training. Is that fair? Absolutely, man. It was great. Yeah. So, how long you known Dylan? I've known Dylan for a little over a year and a half now. And he, you're part of his team, correct? Yes, um, in, the, in the job and the business sector. Amen, amen. So when when he said that you were going to get to go, did you want to go? Were you excited about going? I mean, how did that uh, – was it a good thing that you were going, or were you kind of anxious? What was going on that you thought about going? Transparently, I was anxious, and I had been begging him to go, and he called me randomly and asked me, and I made a commitment, and um, I figured everything else on the back, everything else out on the back end. So um, I was anxious, all of the above, but I was super excited. Yeah. yeah. And here's a guy. I mean, you know him for just a couple of years, and how many people uh, would spend twenty five hundred bucks on another person? Uh, that's what's so cool. It lose, and so you excited, and and so when you got in there, was it what you expected, Ace? Is it what you thought it would be? I mean, what were your first thoughts as we were starting to get going? My first thoughts was um, just hearing this was going to be really intense. Um, my first thoughts was just um, depending on my game, my game day face. This is like uh, I'm yeah. here now. I'm ready to rock and roll, and uh, I'm ready to level up. And if this is what it takes, man. I'm just going to lean in, commit, and be dedicated to this process, and come out on the other side victorious. Yeah, and it was it was intense. It was incredible. You guys did such a phenomenal job. 
just kind of curious if, 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 you know, if you had to pick one thing, you know, the biggest benefit, the biggest takeaway, what do you think the biggest benefit, the biggest takeaway from that 48 hours of leadership awakening? What's it been so far for you? I can speak for myself personally, man. My biggest benefit was just realizing the potential that everybody else saw in me and now I can see it in myself. Yeah. That's incredible. You're how old are you? Twenty five? I just turned twenty five in May, yes. Yeah. Uh and you know, what you said is so right on. You were my first class leader. Uh, you know, even though it was scary, even though it didn't make sense, you have a natural ability of leader. Let me tell you what the natural ability of a leader is. I have it as well. And that is a willing no matter what to stay focused and give it all you got. That's what you had to see. You were the leader because you were able to do what nobody else, you were one of the youngest in there, um, you know, all that. And yet what you did, which is why you were my, my first leader, was because you were willing to press the go button. You were willing, yes, no matter sir. how uncomfortable, no matter how weird it was, you above all else, okay, bring it on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I feel honored. I have this man who invested in me, this man who believes in me. So, so I'm gonna give it my all. And that's, I want you to know, never lose that. Never lose that, Mr. Uh, Ace, because that is something that very few people have. And you saw it in there. Uh, you might not have ended at the top. You know, when we ended, man, I might not put you at the very top. But you you were at the top because of your actions, because of your attitude, because of your belief system. And you need to know that, brother. You're a good leader. You hear me? Yes, sir. Man, I appreciate that, Mr. Blake. Well, I mean it. You know me already. I don't say things unless I mean them. You know that. So so let me ask you something. Exactly. How do you feel? You know, you went through this class with uh, 10 other people and then four staff. So even though we're part of your team, let's just focus on the other 10 right now. Uh, what time of team? You had 10 straight. I mean, you knew that, you know, Kara in that little bit, but you really know him now. But what type of team did you develop? How do you feel about those 10 people that you shared the class with? What's your relationship with them post-class? Post-class? Oh, we went in strangers post-class, not post-class, pre-class, we're in strangers. Yeah. Um, and me having team-building experiences in the past with just military background and football, basketball, and all of my other high school endeavors, I, I wasn't afraid to mingle and, and, and meet the people and talk to them and get to know who they were, uh, knowing that we were going to be locked in this room for the next 48 hours. But um, yeah. <laughs> class, man, they, turned from, they went from strangers to brothers and sisters. I got to know them on a deeper level, even – um, not to speak about the staff, but one of the staff members, um, I, I heard a lot about him, but I got to meet him in that room for the first time on that level, and we got to see the vulnerability within in each other, and that was one of the coolest ways to meet somebody for the first time, and even the rest of my brothers and sisters, from the oldest to the youngest, which was just being me, and everybody in between, it was just, it was an amazing experience, and I, it took a lot of vulnerability to everything out there and I know it took a lot of vulnerability for everybody just to put their lead with their dirty as you would say lead with their dirty and be unwilling yeah to lead with the dirty lead with the dirty yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's a weird people are like what do you what do you say you know what I'm talking about I, I don't need to impress you uh, I'm not your god I got a god and I'm not him uh, and what I do is I give people permission I'm not Tony Robbins I don't say you know worship me I'm your guru look how good I am look how tall I am look how strong I am no it has nothing to do with me and say, listen, exactly. we're all in this together. We're all broken. We all get better. We're all rising. Iron sharpens iron. And, and Ace, here's the cool thing. I wrote this down while you were talking. In that class, in that class, we had Muslims. We had Christians. We had young yep. people. We had old people. We had two black men, you and me, right? We had two black men. <laughs> we had the rest of them were brown, right? Brown or white. Uh, you had all this difference, young and old, 
and those are brothers and sisters. And, and then you have the staff as well. And, man, like I said, I just have the utmost respect, respect for uh, Dylan Olson. And, uh, Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.